most wonderful show is Keeping up with the Joneses Mrs. AJ Jones Hello, sir You look perplexed Oh, I was just wondering what these colorful things were on this cord The colorful things And this is going to mean nothing to people who are listening Because they can't see it Is to help me identify which microphone Which speaker goes to which input on the mixer Ah, clever. So instead of like writing on the wire with tape that gets sticky and comes off, you have color labeled them. Color coded labels. Yes. Excellent. (laughs) I highly approve. Oh, good. Your shaper's happy. Yes. Talk to me about your visit to the doctor this week. Oh, well, I, uh, I went to the doctor Monday morning, uh, cause I had like a large freckle that was Getting larger. It was a colony of freckles. No, it was one freckle. No, no. A freckle is like one little dot. This was like 20 dots went to fight another 20 dots and they got in a fight and a lot of freckle blood was spilled. The size of a dime. Yes. It's a village of freckles. Okay. And uh, anyway, I, a couple of years ago, I had gone and they had said, oh, you want to get those things frozen off because they can be precancerous. So just get rid of them ahead of time. And so I guess I hadn't realized how big it had gotten. So I went and he said, yeah, I would freeze it off. And I said, oh, okay. And he said, in fact, I'll do it right now. I was like, that's great. I did tell him that I wanted to punch him. Well, that's the only way to treat medical professionals, isn't Mm -hmm. it? But he's like, you're doing very well. And I said, but in my mind, I want to punch you. And he's like, I appreciate you not punching me. So anyway, he thought it was funny. And how's your face now? Uh, Much better. It was itchy for a few days. It was sore for like a couple hours. It went into a horrible blister that people came up to you at church and said, is Alan treating you okay? And I was like, guys, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> and Ronson too. A whole as, bunch of people were like, hey, aside, what's going on with your face? <laughs> aside from the horrible overtones that you're suggesting there, <laughs> she's fine. I'm fine. Abigail, are, how old is Abigail? Uh, nine. Yeah, I, I stopped counting after seven. Okay. Abigail, our nine-year-old, <laughs> got braces for her teeth. And one of the things she has is an expander that goes, I'd never seen one before, basically it mounts to your back teeth and forms a metallic arch in the roof of your mouth. But what I didn't know was that we we're going to be in for a treat is every two days we have to turn a key. I mean, it's literally like medieval torture. You put this key into this mechanism and you twist it and it slowly pushes her teeth out, which sounds barbaric enough. We're torturing our child, is that what you're saying? Well, what's horrendous is trying to fit this fiddly little key into her tiny little mouth without stabbing her because, oh. yeah, it, it's, I'm sure I'm going to get better at it after having done it many, many, many times, but right now I'm not enjoying the process. Oh. But she doesn't seem to care. She's not in any pain. That's good. I'm so glad. Well, I give her an Advil shot before I do it. You do? No. <laughs> Talk to me about your frustrations this week, because it seems like the last couple of weeks I've had frustrations getting our technology to work, which so far so good is back from our supplier. It seems to be working fine. Yeah. But you had your own fair share of frustrations. Talk to us about that. Yeah. Having frustrations with the printer of the Boy Named Ben book. So The one that we just released and lots of customers bought. Yeah. The one that we bought bought a bunch of books for. So we've shipped them out. And then what did you find during the week? Um, That they've messed up the fold. Basically the inside edge is uh, messed up. And in contacting the printer, they were like, well, you know, it is possible because we, we had done several proofs to make sure we had a perfect book before we ordered them. Which is the point of a proof. Right. Well, apparently, according to them, it's possible to get a perfect proof 
and still get a messed up printing because of some, I don't know, evil fairies at the printing press or something. So we're, but they're basically saying they're not going to do anything about it. So it's pretty frustrating. Yes and no. I mean, we haven't really dialogued with them. They basically sent back and said, hey, we're not going to do anything about it. And then we investigate some more and we're not going to, yeah, we're going to try and do something this week, but this week's also the more conference. But anyway, it's frustrating. I'm sure everybody's got their own version of that. Yeah. You're probably not printing books or maybe you are, but you know, where people are like, nope, not our fault. And you're like, no, I'm I'm pretty sure I paid you large sums of money to do it right. And yeah. because I wasn't involved in the printing process, I guess the only person that could be involved would be, wait for it, wait for it. It would be you. That's yeah. right. And it kills me that we've sent out books that I didn't realize weren't perfect. What we're going to do is we're going to send out an email in the next few days to all our customers who've bought a boy named Ben to have a look at it. If yours is uh, an, uh, an unacceptable level, there'll be a link in the email. You just let us know. And when we get f- new ones that are properly printed, we'll replace it, obviously, for free. Yeah, and to clarify, it's not the spine. It's the inside pages. There's a couple of them where the words don't line up and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So that's frustrating. I'm sorry. Yeah. You had your face frozen off and your books were printed wrong. And I just started crying because I was like, this is just not okay. And what did yeah. I do to cheer you up? Uh that's right, the sexy dance. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it always works for me, baby. <laughs> the sexy dance. All right. You lost a toenail doing that one time. You should be oh, careful. Oh, we... See, we need to start a separate podcast. For married people. Well, yeah, for people who want to be horrified by the stories that we can't <laughs> tell to the general public. <laughs> They're all going to be wondering now, what is the sexy dance and how did your toenail get removed while doing it? Well, it's just a cliffhanger, folks. Yeah, I apologize for the visual fingers in the room that you're thinking of me doing a sexy dance. Let's move on. Our main topic for this week, baby. Yes. I wanted to go through the feedback that we received. So about two weeks ago, we passed our 100th episode. And so as we like to do every year, about every 50 episodes, we like to put up a little survey where our listeners can let us know what they like, what they don't like, how you found us, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know whether it's just me, but I'm a total survey nerd. I love feedback. I love data. I love combing through it all. And I thought I would give you, the listeners, the feedback on the feedback that we received. I'm I'm so excited. I haven't actually seen this feedback. Because... I know, so it's going to be brand new to you. If you would like to follow along at home, we have got a page, which I'll put a link in the show notes because I haven't decided the URL yet, where you can look at the pretty graphs <laughs> and see the data for yourself. But we're going to talk through some of the feedback that you gave us. Here we go. AJ Jones, yes, take us away. Well, the first thing I'm looking at says, which country do you listen from? The vast majority, probably three quarters of the USA. Uh, looks like mm, just under a quarter from the UK, and then there's an other section. Would you like um, a secret tip on how to see the percentages? I would. Hover your mouse over a part of the bagel or the donut. <gasps> okay, 96% voila. USA. That would be 76% USA. That's correct. <laughs> 19% UK and 5% others. Why don't you call it the colors and I'll do the numbers, okay? Okay. <laughs> do you know, Have you lost confidence because I confused a nine for a seven? No, not at all. Okay. Out of the two of us, who's better at math? I am, I by the, far. <laughs> out of the two of us, who's worse at math? You are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I've always had a mental block in mental arithmetic. 
I used to work in a newsagent at six o'clock in the morning and people would come in and they would buy their cigarettes and I couldn't work out the change. You know, it would be like two thirty six, and they'd give me $3 and I'd be like, uh, uh, uh. Wow. And it would just get worse, worser and worser. Oh dear. That's, that's very not good. No, it it wasn't good at all. Yeah. So remarkably, 76% of our listeners, I should say there's about a hundred people that responded. That is not a statistically significant sample, but it's all we have. Right. So it's what we're going to have. So if you hear me say 76% of our listeners, 76% of the people who listen to the podcast, who decide to give us feedback. Yeah. There we go. So that's out of the way. But uh, but as you say, three quarters of our peeps listen from America. America. You know, what is sad, baby, is our Canadian quotient has gone down. I know. Where are my peeps at? You need to represent. I don't know. I just, it's probably because we don't sing the national anthem. Just a second. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. Come on, sing with me. True patriot love in all our... Okay. Okay. How is that going to help people who don't (laughs) listen to the podcast start listening to the podcast? They're going to just feel it. Okay. It's like a dog whistle. Canadians, we can can feel it. We just know when another Canadian is just doing their thing. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. All across the nation right now, people are putting down their poutine and they're tuning in and downloading this. It's true. It's true. Just wait. Yeah. Wait, just see what the statistics are. Okay, that's crazy. (laughs) One of the things that confused me last year was... I was surprised how many people don't use a podcast app to listen to our podcast. That's really, yeah, that's dropped this year. Mm. Do you want to try the numbers? I can do them. Okay, go for it. Okay. We have 81% using a podcast app. We have 13% using the website. Does that mean they're just downloading directly from Alan and AJ? No, it means they just go to alanajo.com and just play it in the browser. Oh. About 4% actually download it and listen to it offline at a later time. I got you. And... 2% 2% pretend they know what we talked about and whistle in a forest. What is the 2% of other? <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to look at it, but it's 2%, so I didn't care. Okay. But I want it to be statistically representative. Okay. Because if you okay. add up 81 plus 13 plus 4 plus 2, you get to 100. And good, good job, darling. <laughs> but to leave the two off, somebody would email and go, that's not quite right, doesn't add uh, up to 100. It would be criminal, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So... What confused me is I I think a year ago, a lot of people were listening to the website because perhaps they were new to podcasts and they didn't know that there were these things called podcast apps where it would automatically download to your phone. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. And this year, what I love about the software you use for doing feedbacks, I can't believe I'm nerding out about this, but what I love about the software you use for getting feedback is you, everybody who went through it would see different questions depending on the answers that they answered to previous questions. Oh, so there was lots of nested questions. Like if you answered yes on this, Ooh. then you'd get a whole lot of other questions that you might nested not see if you answered. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of if-then statements going on. So I asked the people, hey, when you listen on the website, are you actually aware that you can download if you wish to? Or, or why do you listen on the website? And I finally got an answer that made sense to me. Why? People said, well, when I'm at work, I'm not allowed to have my phone, my personal phone at work but I'm using a computer all day and there's nothing, everybody listens to music, so I just plug headphones in, load up a web page oh, and sense. listen to your podcast. I was like, sure. that's genius, of course that makes sense. Somebody was telling me that the other day, I think they just found our podcast and so, you know, they work an eight hour day and they're like, yeah, I listened to like 14 podcasts or something. <laughs> Poor <know>? people. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> 
But, you know, it's pretty cool if you can do that at work. Um, unsurprisingly, the most common podcast app that we saw in responses, 85% of people are using the iOS podcast app. Well, it's so pretty. It makes sense. It's free. It's built in. Mm-hmm. However, oh. the podcast app of my personal preference and one that we've written a review about is an app called Overcast. But I don't have Overcast. Well. I have a bone to pick with you, sir. What's that? Well, you often find apps and things like that that you think work better. And the first time I hear about them are on the stinking podcast, as opposed to you going, babe, I found this. This is going to make your life easier. Let me put it on your phone. Try that. Just say it. Babe, I found this. This is going to make your life easier. Okay. Let me put it on your phone. Let, let me give you an example of why I don't do no, that no, no, anymore. No, 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 that's not what I want to hear. Uh-uh, okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this morning in church, no. you lean over and you mm. see me typing and you're like, you're looking quizzical and I'm like, let me install this new keyboard on your phone. You're like, no, I don't want it. So usually... I didn't you, look quizzical at the keyboard. I've seen it a couple of times. I'm not intrigued. I don't want to drag my phone all over the screen. I don't want your Google keyboard. Okay. But I do want Overcast if it's a better <laughs> podcast app. Okay. But let's, <laughs> let's pretend we're not talking about podcasts and we're, we're talking uh-huh. about keyboards and tonight i said guys there's a new keyboard that you'd absolutely love it's from google it allows you to swipe rather than type allows you to do keyword searching allows you to look up data straight from your keyboard without having to switch apps and allows you to put in gifts you'd be like why haven't you told me about that but i tried to tell you about it this morning you were like i don't want that so what you've trained me to do tell me i did all that (laughs) all you did was just do a slidey finger thing and i was like i I can lift my finger I, i like to use the extra muscle I got cut off at the pass. So historically... <laughs> that is not that is not historically. That is one instance. The rest of them are all... You know what I'm I doing right now? I don't find out about it until later. You know what I'm doing right now? I'm calling my lawyer. Okay. To just, you do that. Because love keeps no record of wrongs, I haven't written all the times I've been wrong. Uh, but also but think, your lawyers kept track of it yep. for you? <laughs> also think about how many apps I go through on a daily basis. Right. So that's why I don't want to hear about all of them. I just want to hear about the good ones. But I want to hear about them before we podcast about them. I want to be able to go, yeah, I love Overcast. Okay, babe, let me show you Overcast. Okay. Okay, what do you think of Overcast? (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Okay, in a nutshell, and by the way, I've written an article. You could go read the article on our website if you want to. (laughs) Oh, thanks, darling. (laughs) If only I slept next to you. (laughs) Okay, so Overcast, go download it. It's for iPhone. You download it from the App Store. It's completely free. Here's Can I why. Do that now? N- Can I come off of airplane mode while we're podcasting? No, you and, can't. And download Overcast? No, because then we'll hear the, uh, uh, <sighs> in case somebody tries to text you. Okay. But anyway, the things I love about Overcast, there's there's many of them, but the two things I love is it's it's built by a podcaster. So Mark Orman runs a podcast I listen to every week called the Accidental Tech Podcast. Uh, it's a super nerdy. Oh, that's why you like it. Well, that's but why I like you the love podcast. that podcast. So it makes sense that you would like an app written by the same yes. guy who's fanatical about details. And anyway, go go. We we've spent a long detour <laughs> talking about podcast and our marriage. Sorry, welcome. But go download Overcast <laughs> and see for yourself why I like it, or go to our website. I'll put a link in the show notes of this episode where you can read our review to decide whether you want to. But let's face it, it's free, so why wouldn't you want to try it? Uh, it's a podcast app I love. What's per- a Stitcher? Okay, hang on. Currently, 11% of you are using Overcast, so you're already in the know of why it's good. Um, I'd love it. Well, 11 Uh, of you are in the know. (laughs) (laughs) 
The other 89 of us are like, well, I don't know. My spouse didn't tell me about overcast. <laughs> You're particularly feisty tonight, I'm baby. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm loving it. Okay, go ahead. Stitcher. I'm sorry. Stitcher. Stitcher is a well-known podcast app for Android platforms. Mm. So people oh, who use Android, they don't have access to the iOS app and they don't have access to Overcast. That's so sad. We should probably pray for a moment. Okay. Father. Well, let's, there's oh. no need to be platform racist. Okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, let's pray for them. <laughs> Here's interesting. When we asked, do you listen to other podcasts? I was surprised by this. Well, I wasn't surprised by the fact that nearly 80% of people said, yeah, I do listen to other podcasts because I listen to other podcasts. Do you listen to other, do you listen to any podcasts, AJ Jones? No. That isn't true. I listen to Lyle and Allison's podcast. I've listened to, uh, I can't remember the name of the other podcast that I've listened to. That was someone who just walked in our house. That was Cindy. How do you know that? I can sense her. Okay. Is she Canadian too? Was she mm-hmm. singing the national anthem? <laughs> As she walked in the door, baby. <laughs> but what's interesting is 21% of our uh, listeners don't listen to another podcast. Yeah. So I feel really privileged that you choose to listen to ours. Yeah, thanks. That's awesome. But there's a wealth of great podcasts out there. Yeah. I I don't usually have time to listen. When well, do you listen to podcasts? Well, babe, it's not that I stop what I'm doing and then sit silently and listen to a podcast. Oh, hang on a second. Okay, go ahead. Don't finish that statement because <laughs> this is going to be amusing. Keep coming. Yeah, hit me with it. You don't stop what you're doing and listen to a podcast. You do what? I listen to it while I'm in the car or while I'm working uh-huh. or while right. I'm cleaning. Well... I have a question. Yeah. Why have you been maintaining a lie for the last 11 years that you can't multitask then? Because clearly, if you can listen to a podcast and do something else like working, you can actually multitask. In which case, I want to see you up your game at home. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what's happened to my wife. (laughs) She might be raptured and being replaced with an alien replica. Who are you and what have you done with my wife, you imposter? I am your wife. Where's the mild-mannered meek AJ Jones we know and love? Um, I killed her. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord, this podcast is weird. All right. Talk about this one. How did you find out about our podcast? So uh, a huge number of you, 46% said a friend. Uh, Of course, there is the 20% that said other well, the other, if you look in the other categories, it's things like, oh, I heard about it uh, while listening to Emanate. You know, oh, okay. I, I listened to Emanate live stream and I heard you talk about it there. Okay. Or there's a, what are the other ones? On Instagram, on your website, I found it randomly. Yeah. So Instagram was 14% and our website was 13%. So I guess those people that yeah. just visit our website don't know we have a podcast. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. But what I love is almost half of you are listening because somebody else told you about it. That's awesome. So thank you to people who have spread the word and and welcome people who've just joined us. In terms of people who've just joined us, we asked how often would you say you listen to our podcast? 5% of you have just started. So welcome to the family. Congratulations. AJ, AJ's not normally this feisty. It's hard to say, really. <laughs> I'm just awake today. I'm a little scared, to be honest. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm in a room on my own with a feisty woman. Do you want me to get you a stuffed animal or something? It helps MJ. My gosh. <laughs> Good Lord. What are you drinking right now? That could be the secret to the problem. Tea. Oh, we are. We got a boatload of delicious tea. So much nice tea. I'm Right now I'm drinking a white peach tea and it's delicious. It's fantastic. 
Yes, the tea blessing came to our house this week. And I don't actually, I mean, I've never really been a, I love tea. I'm just starting to get into it, but I can totally see why people get into tea. Absolutely. So good. Maybe I should just fire random questions at you while you're in this. (laughs) Yeah. Random mode. Go for it. Favorite color. Blue. Favorite part of my anatomy. Ears. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with your stupid questions. All right. 85% 85% of people who respond to this podcast say that they listen every single week. Wow. I know. Thank you. That's uh, awesome. Super thank you. That's amazing. 10% of you listen super every now and then. Super thank you. <laughs> I'm hoping I can move from segment to segment seamlessly without being attacked for everything I say. When we ask the people who listen every week whether they listen every week or whether they have a problem and have listened to every single episode, including going backwards and repeating them, almost half of the people who listen every week say, I've actually listened to every episode. I have a problem. I've gone back in. And that was fun because I got to ask a second question was, well, which are the episodes you really loved? What are the ones that stand out? And that was a real treat to wade through all that data too. Wow. So cool. Do you want to do the one about what do you like about the podcast? So it's, it's honestly, it's a little weird. Here's why it's weird. And I know we've been doing it for two years, so it should be less weird. But what's weird about it is every Sunday evening, we come into our spare room, which we've now converted into a studio, mm. purpose-built studio for for podcasting. And we speak into microphones. We sit at either end of a table. We look at each other. We smile. We, we talk into a microphone. We have no idea if it will make sense. We have no idea if people will like it. We've got some statistics to say that, yeah, probably people do. But for us, it's mild rambling and then we do, every year we do feedback like this, and you guys write lovely things. I'm a high words of affirmation person anyway, mm-hmm. so I love hearing feedback of all kinds, especially positive feedback. But it's really helpful because normally in a conversation, if you're talking to somebody at the other end of the table, you can tell if they're bored or if they're interested or if they want to change topics. Right. Here, it's just you're speaking out into the ether and hoping right. it makes sense. Yeah. And it's benefiting somebody. So when we yeah. get iTunes reviews or when people you know shoot us an email or when people reach out on Twitter or Facebook saying, hey, I really love this episode or, or we look at our stats and see thousands of people have listened to an episode, it kind of freaks us out. Because we don't really know what we're doing or why thousands of people listen. Right. So then we ask a question like, hey, what do you like about the podcast? And pretty much uh, you like hearing our points of view. Aja, what's your point of views on cats? Hate them. Okay, great. Yep. Hope Horrible that be- creatures. Hope that benefit 87% of you. <laughs> <laughs> your sense of humor, which apparently is up to 11 <laughs> this episode. Uh, your personalities. That's nice. You have plenty of personality. I have a lovely personality for radio. Uh, The feel of the show and then your week. Let me talk about our week because one of the things I'm a little self-conscious about is when we started, we had three sections of the podcast, which we still do. We start with a kind of how was our week where literally we sit down and we look back on our calendar and go, what do we do? And some weeks, our weeks are more interesting because we do interesting things or we have interesting speakers or we go somewhere new. But most weeks, we're pretty much in meetings. So it's like, how was your week? Ah, oh, it was great. What did you do? We had meetings, which isn't that interesting to talk about. And so the things that we are interested in are Apple products and food. One of the one of the people who left feedback was like, it seems like your podcast tends to focus on the restaurants you eat at and Apple products. And I'm like, 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's in the jingle at the beginning. That that that, that would is... be the accurate. Uh, <laughs> well done. You're, you're picking up correctly. But we're also aware that some of our audience don't live in Nashville in Franklin, and it could be really tedious to hear about the restaurants we're eating at or the right. fact that AJ went to a doctor. Right. So that's the bit where you're like, "Are you? Does this make sense? Does this not?" And I'll tell you why we keep including it is because of the podcast that I listen to. And I primarily listen to it not because I want to hear about whether people went to a doctor or what sort of restaurants they went at. I want to hear about the areas that they're experts in, which is usually technology. I love listening to that. But you build up this relationship with people that you are listening to every single week that you've never met. So there's a couple of podcasts I listen to. There's four people that I'm listening to every single week. I have never met them. They live in different parts of uh, America. And yet I know they're... Uh, wives' names, I know their children, I know what they do for a living, I know what kind of cars they drive, I know their preferences. And so you build up this intimate knowledge of these people, you know their sense of humour, you're waiting for the other co-host to make some ridiculous snarky remark. What do you mean by that? <laughs> and <laughs> and I, as much as I love hearing them talk about what they think the new version of Mac OS X is going to have, or what new debugger they're working on, uh, what new software they're developing. I actually really love hearing the little behind the scenes. So that's why it's there. 52% of you are saying, yeah, we actually like that part. But that means there's another half of you that are like, meh, I, I don't really care. And I totally get that. So in the back of my head, what we're trying to do is not remove that, but maybe not have as prominent a feature about our week unless something amazing happens uh, that is noteworthy. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. All right, but nevertheless, it's still fun looking at this nice, pretty chart in in candy colors that tells me you... You did a lovely job on the pretty candy color chart. Oh, thanks, babe. Word of affirmation. I love it. Um, so the next question on the thing was, what would you change about the podcast? And sh- shockingly and sweetly, 65% of you said, nothing. You don't want us to change a single thing. That's so lovely. That's very nice. It is. Um, and also lovely is the 29% of you that said make it longer which interestingly i so if you said make it longer we then asked you another question that said oh well how long would you like it to be i averaged out all the answers that people gave and the average length was 55 minutes good heavens so here's what we're promising you we're not going to speak and make it 55 minutes we're we we are quite self-conscious like when we're recording we are keeping an eye on the clock and we do want to kind of keep it around about 30 minutes but sometimes, you know, when we have like Gary and Sarah or when we've had guests on, I, d- I don't mind going longer because there's content. And sometimes when we're talking, there's mm-hmm. a lot of content. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, especially towards the tail end of the school year this year, you know, we're getting to the podcast studio about 7 or 8 p.m. We're recording. It takes me a couple hours to edit it, to, you know, upload it, to do the artwork. Right. So I'm aware that I'm not getting to bed till 12.30 or 1 o'clock. Right. So we have been deliberately keeping on the short side just for, you know, sanity's sake. However, I, I, I don't want to make it a certain length for a certain length's sake, but it is nice hearing that people would like it to be a little bit longer if it if it needs to be. So we're aiming to not be constrained by the 30 minutes, but by no means are we just going to fill this up with rambling about um, overcast apps and whether AJ hates cats or not. We wouldn't be that unprofessional. Right. What, one of the things that we were interested in 
is understanding our audience. Because again, we don't really know who we're speaking to. We, we, we can guess, but that's not very helpful. So one of the reasons we love doing this is we ask for a bunch of demographic information. You know, where do you live? How old are you? Are you married? Do you have kids? That sort of stuff. And then we ask some psychographic questions like, what are your aspirations? What are your challenges? What are the things that you're most proud of in the last 12 months? Because that really helps us understand who we're listening to so we can serve you better. Because uh, it's fun coming up with topics each week, but sometimes we're like, uh, have we talked about this enough? Have we talked about this too little? Should we talk about it more? Are people interested in this? So it was a lot of fun. The difficulty is it's not very easy for us to summarize, but rest assured, we read every single bit of feedback. One of the things I wanted to highlight is how, this is a bad example, but you know how evangelists are t- constantly trying to get people out of the church to get to the lost rather than hoping that the lost just magically show up at church and hear a gospel message. Right. Well, I feel like that about social media. There's social media that I favor, and I would like everyone to be on the social media I like. Right. But based on this, it seems like everybody's in a place I don't want to go. Which is? Facebook. Yes. So we need to go to where our audience is, and 97% of you are on Facebook. The problem with that is Facebook is a cesspit of negativity and bad advertising. (laughs) And it uses weird algorithms. I would just like everything in my timeline to be chronological. Yeah, I would too. But there's no way to make that happen. Well, I think they've even messed with Instagram now. They have messed with Instagram too. But I, I like Instagram. I love being on Instagram. I do too. I really enjoy it. But I realize that we need to be more on Facebook than we currently are because that's where our audience is. Oh. Or we could persuade them to move to Instagram and Twitter. You like Instagram. You want to be on Instagram. Instagram is great. Instagram is your friend. You look great on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of avoid Facebook like the plague. Unsurprisingly, nobody's on LinkedIn and Google+. I don't even know why I listed them. I think that was just for a a, a chortle. It looks looks cute. It it does. It adds a little bit of color to that spectrum. It, It really does. Look, they have Snapchat. Yeah, I've thought about getting on Snapchat. You are on Snapchat, I just got on Snapchat this week, but I'm not really sure that I understand how it works. I try to get on Snapchat, but I have a rule of thumb is if I can't get my username at Alan, I don't use the app. So I'm not on it. Okay. But I might create a Snapchat at Alan and AJ and see if we can be on it that way. Oh. But I'm not sure what it does. Would that satisfy your rules? Yeah. Of you know, what you have to have to be on a certain... Yeah, because we've got at Alan, or I've I've got at Alan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, basically everything I use. But mm-hmm. I've also got at Alan on AJ. And at this point, I'd like to just give a massive shout out to my parents for spelling my name with a Welsh vowel Y that apparently nobody else has, which makes my life much easier. It is most excellent. You know, one of the things we said is, how could we make our podcast better for you? And mm-hmm. and some of you, of course, were like, no, nothing, it's perfect the way it is. But some of you chose to click on other. And uh, I love some of the answers. I'm going to read them out. One answer was, I love direct slash blunt answers to listeners' questions. No pussyfooting about its brawl. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's kind of how AJ rolls. I'm more delicate. Can we tell AJ if just- that person was Scottish or not? I have no idea. Okay. You might be able to if we look at the data, and, but I can't co- correlate it right now. I'm just wondering. I don't think a Tennessee person would necessarily answer like that, but that's not actually entirely true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about periodic blurbs from your kiddos? They sounded so freaking cute. Yeah, they are so stinking cute. 
One one of the other answers I loved was more practical teaching talking about how to balance ministry and family. Once we've figured that out, we will do more practical teaching on that. More life hacks. I loved that episode. It was a very good episode. Yeah. Who did we we had breakfast with somebody this week and they were saying, Teach us some life hacks. Um, Rogers and Jane Heather. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so we gave them off the top of our head the best ones we had. <laughs> Is it getting lazy that in conversation, I'm now thinking, I have a podcast on that. Here's the URL, go listen to it. Yes. <laughs> I'm outsourcing the need to, to converse with to people. people. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's kind of the deal. Slightly fewer cronut references unless you start to export. I think we <laughs> oh, need to do I'm a, sorry. I think we need to do a welcome to Franklin kit. So if people come to Franklin, there's a kit that they can just get off our website that maybe has a map to all the places they need to go to and what to order at each place that we tell them to go to. I think that would be very clever. Right. I'll get on it. Okay. Because I've got nothing else to do. That You've got nothing perfect. to do. You're just sitting around. <laughs> well, this, this is an interesting one. It says, why not try writing little plays and acting them out? Sort of like a radio theater thing. Just an idea I had. Could be funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a drama major, so you'd probably love that. I would. But you, you could just do a soliloquy and I'll sit staring at you with judgmental eyes. Oh, that sounds great. I think I'll pass. Okay. Somebody said, interview Jeff Dollar. We we absolutely need to have Jeff and Becky back on. Because we have interviewed Jeff, but we haven't interviewed Jeff and Becky. Babe, how awesome would that be, the two of them? That would be fantastic. Right. Let's get on it. We need to do that. And Can I mention that our microphones are both missing? Well, that's because I've shipped them away for a top secret project. Okay, then. But we'll get them back, and then we'll have some other. You guys were great at telling us guests that you would like us to have on. We'll do our best at booking all of them. I'm sure President Obama should be ready soon enough. He'll be done being a president soon. And then I'm sure the first thing they want to do is come on our podcast. Oh, I'm sure. Is there anything you really don't like about the podcast? This one's cute. This feels incredibly selfish, but feeling let down by a short episode. Sorry, that's terrible. Love looking forward to hearing you guys each week. Super encouraging. Makes me jealous to experience more of all awesome stuff you chat about, which can only be a good thing. I totally get that. There have been a few episodes where we are dead tired and i'm i'm looking at the clock thinking i know that as soon as we finish recording this i need to edit this i need to get up and so i i get it i there's podcasts i love listening to that i feel uh short changed when it's maybe shorter than necessary so we'll, we'll try and avoid that well one of the people said just the extremely long jingle at the end it is clever though it is very clever, and it has a special place in my heart it does. And the reason we did put it at the end was it is extremely long and once you hear it, you know that the episode is over. Let me tell you our thinking behind the jingles. Often when I'm on a long road trip and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm listening to, for example, podcasts on, on Overcast, it will just play episode to episode to episode. And sometimes it's hard for me to know, wait, is this still the same episode or have they switched it? So we top and tail our episodes. The, you know, the first one's got a less than 10 second jingle from Jesse Early. And then we finish with a slightly longer jingle at the end, understanding if you don't like the jingle, you know that the episode is over. There's nothing else. There's no post. There's no post show. But we could start doing that. Oh no, we're not going to do that. Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you wait but, till the end, baby, my affection just like, grew stronger for you. Thank you. You called it the Marvel Cinematic Universe thank and you. not a butchering of that. Thank you. There's and then we could do like a little like hidden snippet for those that listen to the end. Well, we're not going to do that. But the okay. reason that we have that extremely long jingle at the end, so you know that it's over, if you like the song, which which I love, uh, and I sing it all the time, uh, but if you don't like it, stop it. There's no, there's no need to listen through it. How about this, babe? Are there any topics 
we haven't talked about yet that you'd love us to cover for you? Um, well, a couple of them are things like um, money and wealth creation. Okay. Uh, probably be good to have some of our friends on to talk about that. Yeah, who are really good at generating wealth. Yes, as opposed to us. Yep. Um, how about, it might be fun to hear about a favorite list. If you guys are the types that hate lists, I'm sorry. I love lists. I love lists too. Dude, I love lists. Lists are my friend. You just call somebody dude. Well, dude or dudette. Okay. So it says like AJ, top three kitchen gadgets. I need more than three to talk to you about that, but uh, you wouldn't want to live without. We actually have a little project up our sleeve that hits right on that favorite list thing, which yep. we'll talk about probably after the summer. Yes. But I love that favorite list idea. What about LGBTQ? What is that? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and mental illness are both interesting controversial topics. That they are. That would be good to hear your views on. We have noticeably, by its absence, steered clear of that topic. Not because we don't have opinions and not because we don't have teachings on it, but I've just found it is such a, a delicate topic that is so worthy of uh, attention. It absolutely is. But the thought of opening that can in a 30 to 45 yeah. minute show yeah. is, I feel I would be reckless on that because yeah. the danger is you, you're no matter where you land on your opinions on that, you're going to end up hearing us through that filter and you're going to hear sound bites. And honestly, one of the things I've been praying to the Lord about for a couple of years now is, Lord, how can we communicate biblical truth to the gay community and to the Christian community that is actually going to be helpful and not empty rhetoric or or not inflammatory rhetoric? And I don't have an answer for that yet. We do have some teaching on that in our sexual purity, mm-hmm. which might help, but uh, it's something that we talk about a fair amount, either with people who are facing same-sex attraction or people who are, you know, want to talk theoretically. I try to avoid talking about theoretically because it feels a little distasteful to talk theoretically about things that are so pertinent to many people's lives. So, out of respect for that whole topic and out of respect, we, we've we deliberately not talked about that because we find the constraints of the podcast too difficult to do that. So I, I would love to talk about it. I'm not sure how to solve that problem. Any ideas, AJ Jones? I, I don't think it would be wise to talk about it in this format uh, just because you you don't actually know who you're audiences you can't right. minister to them i don't want to open up something and then leave people floating out there and one of the things i love when we teach is being able to do question and answer yeah because actually that clarifies misunderstandings i'd, I'd probably prefer to talk about it more than i would write about it but then again maybe i wouldn't because in writing you can be more deliberate and anyway but that's something we're thinking about something we're praying about something that we're not shying away talking about because we don't have our views on it, we're shying away from it because we don't know how best to communicate our views while being super inclusive. And by inclusive, I mean making sure our hearts come across appropriately. Uh, I don't even know if that makes sense. How about parenting, babe? Yeah. Or more about heaven? Yeah, I saw that. Father heart. More about the father heart. Or culture shock. Mm, or spiritual gifts. Yeah. Which leads us neatly into the 
last part of the show, which is listeners' questions. One of the overwhelming pieces of feedback that we got was, please, please, please don't skip listeners' questions. So we're purposing in our heart not to skip listeners' questions. We have a backlog of listeners' questions to go through, but we love getting your questions. We queue them up. If you do have questions for us, uh, send them in to us. Go to alanandaj.com slash ask, and we'll get your question. This week's question comes from Katie, and she says, Hi, I love your podcast. It has been very encouraging. My question is, I have been told that I have the seer gift in prophecy, and I've been briefly told uh, what that is, and I was wondering if you two could give me more of an in-depth answer that explains the other types of prophetic gifts. Thanks. Brilliant question, Katie. I, I just realized I love talking about the prophetic. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's It's tremendous. Katie, I'm going to start, and AJ, jump in and interrupt me anytime you want. I'm, sure. I'm going to start by answering your question slightly differently from the way you asked it, and then you'll see why in a second. Let's forget about prophecy for a second, and let's let's talk about revelatory gifts. If you read 1 Corinthians 12, mm-hmm. it talks a lot about spiritual gifts, mm-hmm. and you, Paul writes a, a bunch about the different gifts, but I want to, I want you to imagine I had an umbrella and that umbrella would be revelatory gifts. That's kind of banner. That's the topics that we're talking about here. And underneath that umbrella would be the different gifts that fit into the category of revelatory gifts. So in no particular order, you see Paul mentioned in this passage, the gift of prophecy, the gift of the word of knowledge, the gift of the word of wisdom, the gift of discernment, the gift of interpretation of tongues. The things they all have in common is they are all revelatory gifts. By revelatory, I mean it takes supernatural understanding to uh, communicate those gifts. Yes. So let's let's go through what we mean by those. So when we talk about gift of prophecy, I'm going to be fairly narrow in my definition of this. I would say the gift of prophecy here is foretelling as opposed to forthtelling, which we'll go into in a second. So foretelling is when you're prophesying, you're speaking things that are yet to happen. You're you're right. By the Holy Spirit, he's taking from what's known in heaven, he's making it known to you, and you're declaring or you're speaking out what the Holy Spirit is showing you about the future. And and regardless of how that revelation actually comes to you, so whether it comes by hearing or by seeing or uh, you know feeling or knowing or whatever, all of those things can still lead to uh, foretelling. Right. So gift of prophecy would be foretelling. It's telling something about the future. Right. Then there's a gift of the word of knowledge, which I would describe fairly narrowly as forthtelling. So a word of knowledge is something that you are that you know that you have no way of knowing in the natural, either about a present situation or the past. So a gift of prophecy looks forward, the gift of the word of knowledge looks present day or past. Mm-hmm give you some examples. So some words of knowledge would be about, would be you knowing someone else's thoughts by the Holy Spirit. When uh, we've had prophetic ministers who've called out people by their name or their pen number or their date of birth, that's Mm -hmm. things they've known or people knowing things about your past. That's not a gift of prophecy. It's a gift of word of knowledge. Now, Honestly, sometimes they're all used interchangeably. I'm splitting hairs just to be precise here. Well, I mean, I think often people that we've had on the podcast, like Gary or whatever, will get words of knowledge that helps identify the person. Right. And that person knows it's them because it's their birthday, it's their name, it's their 
thing that nobody knows about them. It's their whatever. And then from there, they go into prophecy or foretelling, which is the encouragement to keep pressing forward for what God has for them. So those things, those two pair very, very well. They do. And I've seen God often do uh, things from the past to tell somebody, hey, I know you, so that they're paying attention for going forward. And people would use the term, oh, that's a prophetic gift. I like to say that's a revelatory gift. I Honestly, I don't split hairs in conversation, but just for the purpose of this, uh, we're talking about revelatory gifts, prophecy being one of them. The third one we talked about was a gift of the word of wisdom. Wisdom isn't good advice. Wisdom is supernatural salve that can be applied to a situation or a problem that contains solutions from heaven to problems on earth. Mm-hmm. And I've come to fall in love with the gift of wisdom. I've made it a point to seek out wisdom from people in our lives. And and I love it. I love, and we've been on the receiving end where people would come to us with questions that's so above our pay grade, but the Holy Spirit will give us wisdom for them that, that wasn't from us. Yeah. It was and, beyond and you our know years. It. You're like, oh, wow, that wasn't me at all. But again, that's a revelatory gift. Yeah. Instead of telling us about the future, God's telling us about a plan that will help the future come to pass. And right. that's, that's wisdom. Right. Uh, but number four, babe, is something you move in a lot. Uh, yeah. Number four is the gift of discernment or discerning of spirits. And, you know, people, again, they discern spirits in different ways, whether you uh, see them, sometimes you hear them, you smell them, you feel them. Um, but it is a revelatory gift in terms of uh, you can accurately ascertain what could be going on with a person that they need freedom from. Yeah, or a situation, discerning what spirits are at operation. Yeah. If, if people coming to you with great ideas, is that the Holy Spirit? Is that a deceiving spirit? Like, what's going on there? Right. Again, it's revelatory. It's You only know that because the Holy Spirit tells you it's not drawn from your own understanding or your own uh, study. Yes. And then the last one that Paul mentions in 1 Corinthians 12 is the gift of interpretation of tongues. Again, it takes supernatural knowledge to know what somebody is speaking in a heavenly language because it doesn't make sense when people are speaking in tongues in the natural. Except for the rare occasions when they're actually speaking a different language. Correct, which we've seen a couple of times. Yeah, very cool. So these five different revelatory gifts, all totally different, but they do overlap and they are all under this banner of revelatory gifts in that the Holy Spirit is communicating something to you that you didn't know prior. So, Katie, you mentioned the seer gift. I would prefer to talk about the seer rather than it being a gift. Instead, I would talk about the seer as a way of receiving revelation that would work with any of those five gifts. Right. So, for example, when I'm asking the Lord for wisdom or a word of prophecy or a word of knowledge, I tend to see stuff on people. So, when I look at people, I can see in the spirit as the Lord leads me and I can see words written over them. I can see colors over them. I can see dates. I can see calendars over them. And so most of the way I hear God, so to speak, is through sight. And so that would be kind of a more of a seer way of of receiving revelation. Uh, yeah. And for myself, I'm kind of 50-50. I'm, I'm half seeing, half hearing. So sometimes I'm just hearing a dialogue from heaven and I'm repeating that. And other times I'm seeing things. Right. And sometimes it's both. So I'm seeing something and I'm having the dialogue that's interpreting what I'm seeing 
you know, while I'm speaking. And then we have prophetic friends who don't see at all. They, mm-hmm. they just, their revelation comes either through scripture, they hear verses for people, or they will hear the voice of the Lord speak to them and they, they don't see things. One way is not better than another. It's just a propensity to the way you're wired or yeah. the way that your gift works. Yeah. A really helpful book to read, an excellent book, is written by a friend of ours, James Gall. He's written a wonderful book called The Seer, and it goes into the role of a seer and how they're different and similar to prophets. It's an excellent book. I highly recommend it. One of the most interesting things I ever heard James say, we were interviewing him for the second year of our school, and you know, James is known around the world for as a prophet, but he's also known around the world as an author, and he wrote this best-selling book called The Seer, and everybody assumes that he is a seer. And while we were interviewing him, he said, you know, Alan, I never saw until I served Bob Jones. And that shocked me. So Bob Jones is now with the Lord, but he was a very, very well-known prophet, a seer, but by, by definition, most of Bob's revelation would come by dreams or visions. So he would see a lot, hence the term a seer. But James said, that's not the way I got revelation. I would mostly get revelation by feeling uh, and by knowing, he, he said, you know, I, I would I would feel a lot. But as I started serving Bob in ministry, I began to see like Bob saw. So you can constantly grow in your gift. If you're more predominantly a seer, it doesn't mean that you can't hear God. You can learn to develop the parts of your spirit in different ways that you can hear God. And we love all that. We have a whole teaching on uh, prophetic ministry on our website, alanag.com. If you go there, you can uh, find a five-part teaching on how to grow in the prophetic. And mm-hmm. it, the whole teaching is aimed at people who never prophesied before. That might be an encouragement to you to listen. So just in wrapping up today, uh, especially since we were talking about podcasts and all the information that came back, you know, f- over 50% of you are listening to us because a friend told you about this podcast. So I wanted to encourage you, tell a friend uh, or tag a friend. If you see an episode on Instagram or on Facebook that you think a friend would like, uh, we would love to influence their lives too. (laughs) Yeah. If your life has been changed anyway, thank you for listening and do us a favor, share an episode like AJ said with a friend, it would help them and it would help us too. If you want to see the statistics, head on over to the show notes at alanandaj.com slash 103. And you'll be able to uh, follow along with all of the information if that's the kind of thing you like to do. Otherwise, have a wonderful week. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games. Paleo donuts and the kindness of God the things we deal with every day. From Franklin, Tennessee They are just like you and me Alan yeah. and AJ oh, yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses Sharing their life experiences Keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses They talk about faith in God And everything under the sun If you are a human being There's something here for everyone This isn't the post-credit show you're looking for. Move along.